Good morning. I'm Tyler Martin, and here's the latest from Spectrum Autism Research. Unfamiliar surroundings bring out autism-like behaviors, brain circuit changes, and model mice. By Peter Hess. Being in an unfamiliar environment prompts social avoidance and increases repetitive behaviors in mice with two mutated copies of the autism-linked gene Shank3, according to a new study. But not if the environment contains familiar objects or if the animals are raised in an enriched environment. Central to this difference may be a brain area called the tail of the striatum. The results, published in Neuron in February, jibe with other evidence that mutations in Shank 3 prime an animal's susceptibility to environmental factors. Immune activation, like what occurs during an infection, blunts Shank 3 mice's interest in other mice, according to research published in January. And stressful experiences, too, can induce social deficits in Shank 3 mice, a November study showed. Some children also seem to prefer familiarity as they explore the world, says lead investigator Pico Caroni, senior group leader at the Frederick Miescher Institute for Biomedical Research in Basel, Switzerland. They have the tendency to drag with them a doll or a blanket, a piece of the familiar world as they discover the outside world. It's sort of a comforting thing. If additional studies suggest that interventions such as environmental enrichment can benefit people with social difficulties or repetitive behaviors, those should at least be considered, Caroni says. But autism-like behaviors in animals are not the same as autism in person, says Mu Yang, assistant professor of neurobiology at Columbia University, who was not involved in the work. We need to not forget that mouse models are tools to explore basic mechanisms with, rather than benchmarks that guide therapy development, she says, however robust the results of this study may be. Caroni and his team put the Shank 3 mice through a three-step test of social behavior, exposing them to another mouse in a small cage, giving them either an hour-long break or a 24-hour break before reintroducing them to their companion, and then, after another hour-long break, returning them to the enclosure to meet an unfamiliar mouse. During the same-day encounters, the Shank 3 animals resembled wild-type mice in terms of the time they spent sniffing the caged mouse, familiar or not, attentive at first, less interested upon return, and then interested once again when the newcomer was introduced. After a day, though, they showed little interest in the unfamiliar mouse, unlike wild-type mice. In a different test, Shank-3 mice encountered two identical objects in the enclosure. When they returned an hour later, a swapped-in object piqued their interest more than the original had, just as it did for wild-type mice. But both objects failed to attract the Shank-3 mice's attention a day later. Not only did the Shank-3 mice avoid new mice or objects during their third visit to the test enclosure, but they also showed significantly more repetitive movements than the wild-type mice did. And putting the Shank-3 mice in the enclosure before either test took place drastically reduced their engagement with either the other mouse or the objects. This failure to engage reflects a memory issue, Caroni and his team say. But it could be simply apathy, Yang says. Choosing not to engage with another mouse could even be seen as a survival behavior in which territorial male mice avoid possible conflict, she says. Regardless of their motivations, the Shank-3 mice showed some marked differences from wild-type mice in their brain activity. 
When approaching novel objects, they had larger increases in dopamine neuron activation in the tail of the striatum, a brain region previously shown to be involved in avoidance behavior in mice, real-time dopamine imaging showed. During repeated approaches, dopamine neuron activity consistently went down over time in the wild-type mice, but it varied widely among the Shank-3 mice. This led the team to suspect that the Shank-3 animal's behavior resulted from the memory the mice formed when encountering an unfamiliar situation, a memory that they could not shake. Chemically deactivating dopamine neurons in the tail of the striatum a day before either behavioral test had no detectable effect on wild-type mice, but it relieved the Shank-3 mice's avoidant behavior. The strong dopamine signal is likely responsible for the Shank-3 animal's overreaction to new settings, Koroni says. The Shank-3 animal's behavior also normalized if they were familiarized with the objects for 10 days before the social test, or if they were raised in group housing with access to toys and exercise wheels. Enriched environments also led mice with another autism-linked gene mutation to develop more like wild-type mice, a January study showed. Even when the Shank-3 mice in an enriched environment had their tail of the striatum dopamine neurons silenced, they acted like wild-type mice in the behavioral tests, suggesting that the environmental enrichment intervention bypasses the tail of the striatum. Exploring this brain circuit further could help scientists probe what makes it difficult for autistic people to deal with unexpected situations, says Audrey Brumbach, assistant professor of neurology at the University of Texas at Austin, who was not involved in the work. Caroni and his team are following up on this study with other mouse models of autism, he says, to explore whether other gene mutations lead to similar brain circuit changes. That's all for today. Check back on Friday for more content from Spectrum Autism Research or go to spectrumnews.org.